0: our guest this morning uh from Americans for Limited Government. Hey, remember all that stuff we just talked about Rick Manning, we got to do it again cuz I'm I'm, okay. I'm really curious. I, I get uh, uh callers asking or shooting me texts on our Talk and Text line wondering uh who's to blame for all of this gas prices and food prices and and so forth. You can't blame Trump, you can't blame Biden. It, it is what it is. The concern, of course, is that it's uh, it's happening everywhere, and the spending that uh, the Biden administration is doing and wants to continue, that's going to really cause a problem in the future, isn't it?
1: Yes. Um, well, let's just be clear. Part of this inflation is due to is us paying for the cost of trying to get out of the pandemic and economic havoc reached by shutting down the economy. And so we spent a lot more money than we had, but that was not necessarily a bad decision because our economy bounced back. But now the price that gets paid is our our dollar is inflating, and we're paying it through higher. We're paying essentially through a, a dollar that's worth less because there's so many on the, on the marketplace. So that's A. B., the continued spending by Biden and the Congress, the infrastructure bill, the everything they're talking about doing, the is and the money they spent in January and February, is a disaster. It isn't needed from a stimulus perspective. It is merely buying boats. At least trying to, and it's just pumping more money into an economy that doesn't need it. And as a result, you get inflation. So Biden gets a Biden gets a pass on part of it. But the fact is that since he became president, inflation has gone up by, uh, five. By, I guess it was, what, 7.9 percent, I figured, um, on an annualized basis. And before he was president, he inherited inflation at 1.6 percent. So, you know, part of it's got to be Biden because guess what? It's happening on his watch. Uh,
0: Mike, cons- um, additionally... The, uh, his administration going global, trying to talk all other countries on the planet into raising their taxes, so corporations have nowhere to go. So they stay here in America and, quote, pay their fair share, which only politicians are ignorant enough to think corporations will cough up the cash themselves, not pass the money along, uh, the, the costs along to stockholders or consumers of their product. I don't know why politicians even say that out loud. They aren't going to pay any more because they have stockholders to answer to.
1: Now, let, let me share with you the difference here. Joe Biden wants to compel people to to have their factories in America. Here's the problem. The problem is that he's not dealing with the core issue, and that is, the fact that you have cheaper labor overseas and the like, and so when you sit there and you say we're not going to tariff places that are uh, that have cheaper labor and that are sent where manufacturers are moving because of that, because they don't have the environmental laws which create massive costs for a company. There's some every one of our regulations, every one of our tax laws, they create an environment where it makes sense to build stuff overseas and import it. Trump put tariffs in, particularly on China, to try to build basic basic stuff here like steel and aluminum so we could build in America, so we could have the building blocks to build. And what Biden is doing is he's tearing down all of those things that Trump put in place. And say he's got this brilliant idea to turn our tax code over to some kind of international body. So, you know, everybody agrees they can have a 15 percent minimum tax on corporations. Well, you know what that means? 's got to be somebody's got to be the judge over that and no country can be the judge over that which means we've just turned our tax system over to some kind of unknown international body to judge whether or not we're following the rules or not and i don't know how it fits constitutionally if i were uh, if i remember congress i would be jumping up and down but this would not be the only thing i'd be jumping up and about about.
0: Yeah, no question. Well, and when when uh, the the administration tells America, you can't drill, we have to go gl- we have to go clean, solar and wind, no drilling, no oil, but then looks overseas and says, Russia, Saudi Arabia, you guys drill away and we'll buy your cheap oil, uh, and we're back to uh, begging OPEC to take care of us a little better. I don't remember that 100%. going well back in the 70s.
1: No, 100 percent right. And, uh, and oh, by the way, we're letting Iran open up their oil fields um, and be on the marketplace for oil as a so-called replacement. And so basically, we're going to once again, we're going to finance the mullahs to export terrorism around the Middle East and the world. Really a great idea. You know, we we can't have the XL pipeline. Russia can export their natural gas through pipelines. We can't have drilling. We can't have refining here. Iran. We're going to let Iran go off and do that so they can get the dollars, so they can export terrorism. That Joe Biden's foreign policy and economic policy is such a disaster. It's almost impossible to describe in a eight-minute
0: segment. All oh, right, man. Oh man. Keep an eye on uh, the COVID lockdowns and and uh, who might benefit. Who, who has benefited so far? Uh, and who has suffered the pain, Uh, government employees suffering very little pain in comparison. And we continue to hear from the media that the Delta variant may have to cause people to shut down again. Stand by for more lockdowns because it worked so well the last time. Rick Manning, thank you for talking with us this morning. There is always a huge plate of information to discuss.